It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Authentic You Radio, and thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology, where we are tapping into the magic of the cosmos for practical guidance and wisdom with your host, Janet Hickox, intuitive astrologer and numerologer. Everybody and happy spring. I hope everybody celebrated the spring equinox yesterday. For us on the West Coast, it was sort of a wild one. Um, I think we had snow, we had wind, we had rain. And Cornelia, are you there on there with me? I'm here. I bet you were on the beach. I bet you had huge waves and wind as well, right? Wind, hail, snow. The sun came out, I think, for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so much for spring. <laughs> Not unusual, though, when we go into a, a doorway kind of time of year, like the equinox is, to experience some sort of wild weather. I mean, the poor East Coast, I don't think they, they, I don't think they remember what the sun looks like. Perhaps they can get a taste of what we get in the Northwest here at times. So we're here today to talk about the spring equinox from an astrological standpoint, but also from an energetic standpoint. And today my guest is Cornelia Dengel, and you guys may uh, know her from Expressing You Radio here on the Authentic You Radio Network. And welcome, Cornelia. Thank you, Janet. It's so good to be here with you, and it's so good to be here with everyone as we are co-creating this uh this spring equinox together, and um, so thank you for having me on. You're very welcome, and it certainly turned out to be an energetic time. Um, I know uh, my listeners and people that have I've done readings with over the last few weeks were all wondering, you know, why the the uh, energy felt so uh, low or so slow even. And I bet everybody's noticing a huge turnaround now, especially as. Um, you know, the energies have now switched from a lot of planets being in Pisces to planets that are now in um, in Aries. And it just so happens that on an energetic level, uh, today uh, another planet joins the party in uh, Aries, and that is the planet Venus. And so now we have the, the Sun and Mars and Venus and Uranus all in Aries, which makes for... Uh, some real energy of moving forward and action, and uh, even you know possibly even some conflicting feelings and emotions going on. And you know, Connie, you're you're the feeler between the two of us. You know, what have you been feeling is up? Well, over this over these last this last past week, it's been really it's been feeling really really foggy and very confused as to 
not really clear as, you know, what direction to move forward. And at times it's just been so so deeply uncomfortable in that feeling of not not knowing which direction to move forward, not having any clear sense of purpose or, um, or you know, um, direction, like I said. Today is probably the first day where I actually feel like um, I want to take action. I, I feel excited inside because I, I feel that forward movement. Um, that's what I'm tapping into today. Um, so, and that, makes, that makes perfect weeks, sense, too. Yeah, it does. It really does because, like you said, um, today is, you know, the planet Venus is moving in, and it just really feels like a forward movement. So, um, well, and Venus is your ruling planet because you're a Libra. So uh, when your own ruling planet makes a sign change, you often will feel that, you know, maybe in a more um, an interesting way compared to other, you know, like I didn't really notice too much about the energy change today, but then I'm a Gemini. If Mercury had moved on in, uh, I would notice. So that's probably, you know, what you're noticing is that ruling planet having having changed the sign. And the other and then, thing I think I'm noticing is that the part about, you know, um, about the the sign changes as well, like moving from Pisces into Aries. Right, because Pisces energy is much more watery and less uh, hard to it's harder to pin down because that energy is not it doesn't have those boundaries that allow us to um, you know really stick it to any one thing. I mean, it seems so nebulous and uh, imaginative, and yes, also very dreamy. So now you you change energy from something like that to, you know, the much more bold and action-oriented energy in Aries. So that that totally makes a difference. You know, um, Cornelia, each time there is a solstice or an equinox, I I pull a chart as if the equinox or or the solstice was a uh, an entity. So I had pulled this chart, and I was really amazed by it because it's very similar to the winter uh, solstice chart. And um, in in that, it seemed like, you know, all of us had this hype around, you know, the end of the um, year 2012, and especially around the solstice of 2012. And to me, it seemed like, you know, wow, okay, this chart looks really interesting. But then, for whatever reason, I accidentally pulled up the spring equinox chart at the same time. And when I saw that the energy seemed to be planing, meaning, you know, the same sort of energy is taking place now, a little bit different, but, you know, trending in the same general direction, I kind of got an idea that the whole of 2013 may be this transition that uh, we are moving toward and sort of that evolution in consciousness that that we're experiencing. How do you see that? Um, Yeah, I, I really feel like this is just the beginning now. I feel like that you know the the hype that everybody was talking about 2012 in December that that was all happening during that time. I feel like that that we're just beginning now. I feel like this is the beginning of the new year. That's for me how I feel. Like this is the beginning. Like now, um, you know, we've been like I feel like we've been in 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 an incubation period, if you will, so that we can release more of all of the the things, the the toxic, um, you know, habits, addictions, emotions, thoughts um, that no longer resonate with us in this this time period. 
I think that um, you know it's that that winter period and and all that retrograde period and and the energy of Pisces really served us well in this time period. And I think that now, in now is like the beginning of the new year. The, the beginning yeah, it, to really go forward. It feels yeah. like an emerging. Like we're coming out of the cave. In fact, this morning at a sound meditation that I was at, someone said the same thing. She feels like she's, you know, a bear coming out of her cave. And uh, I think a lot of uh, of our listeners and a lot of the people that are our clients and so forth have sort of expressed that same that same sort of feel over the last couple of days, especially as you know, spring comes into the picture and all of these planets following. Because you know, not every season do all of the planets line up in the same signs like they are this year. And that mm-hmm. tends to throw more energy into one particular place. And it, for you, uh, any of you out there listening who know your own astrology chart, if you know where Aries is in your chart, then you know that you're feeling the crunch in a particular area of your life. And for me, personally, Aries sits at, the, at my midheaven. And so we're at, which is the dividing line between uh, the ninth house and the tenth house. So we're moving. I'm moving into a more career-oriented time, and it seems like I feel the energy even in that part of my chart. And um, and I know I, I know your chart too, Cornelia, and you're really experiencing it uh, in the twelfth house, moving into your first house. So it's sort of that same cocooning feeling with the energy starting to push you outward into the world. Yeah, but I do want to talk about the energy that you, that the this, the chart that you picked for the planet, um, because that is the chart that, yeah. that, that I feel like is the energy that I personally have been working with, because as you know, I tune into the um, uh, collective energies, and what I've been feeling over these last, I want to say this good month, last three weeks or so, you know, probably the last month, is that um, it had the the energies had me um, really moving from a survival uh, feeling type energy into a thriving type energy. So anywhere where I was still hanging on to surviving, that had to be released and let go and move through. And it all comes down to, what it comes down to is really a worthiness issue um, and the worthiness issue not feeling good enough to realize our dream not feeling good enough to have the most amazing relationship not feeling good enough to have that dream job not feeling good enough to experience extreme wealth um, was all part of that energy being cleared and for me the way that I do it is I always experience um, diving deep into the feeling the emotion of it so that I can then call forth the opposite. And I do that through my investigative process, too. When I dive into the energy, I always ask the question, what is this about and what am I feeling? So whatever whatever the situation that I'm experiencing or um, whatever the trigger is, that's usually how I know. But can you tell us, Janet, about the, the chart, um, what it looks like, you know, as yes, far as... Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting, uh, Cornelia, that you have been sensing that that feeling about survival and thriving because um, most of the planets are lined up for the spring equinox in the second house. 
And that particular house is the house where we uh, find issues of exactly that, survival versus thriving, you know, the uh, idea of abundance and flow and what resources we have um, that we can bring to bear in our own lives. And also the idea of self-worth and what is our value. And so, I mean, literally, there's Neptune, Mercury, Chiron, uh, Venus, the Sun, Mars, Uranus, all in that one house in the spring equinox chart. So that really tells me that this is up for all of us at this point in time because it really doesn't matter because there's an energy overlay, if you will, of uh, the survival um, paradigm that, that we're maybe trying to let go of in favor of the thriving paradigm. And so I think what it you know, really comes down to is for each one of us to connect with what it is that our value is, what, what do we value, and to align ourselves in that direction so that we're being authentic. I love that word. We're being true to ourselves. And, and then maybe we can turn the switch from the survival to the thriving uh, part of this. And for you listeners out there, if you have any questions that you would like to ask from me or from Cornelia, feel free to call in at 877-296-0345, and um, we'll be happy to answer your questions. So going on with this, then, when you have a lot of emphasis in one area of your chart, that means that that area is really in focus for you. And so let's say, for example, um, you know, any one of you listeners out there, there's the overlay of the second house from the spring equinox chart about surviving and thriving. But in your own chart, it may be in a different house. So maybe, let's say, for instance, it's in your 10th house, which is your career. So then the surviving, thriving thing has to do with your professional life, your authority, and how you stand in uh, your community or in your uh, field of service. And so, you know, um, arranging your energy around being able to um, exemplify what your values are in that area of your life would be beneficial during this time. So we can we can take that around the chart even and, you know, uh, see that for everybody it's sort of unique to one particular area of your life right now. So anyway, there's also... Um, some tools, I think, that uh, you talk about, uh, Cornelia, to help people get through uh, anything where they're stuck. Would, would you like to talk about that right now? Um, well, you know, the, the one tool is, um, is it's called the soul stop. And so you, you basically stop where you are right now. You observe what it is that you're feeling. You understand what it is about for you because that's always the key. What is it about? And if you do that investigative process by asking, what does this bring up for me? What is this about? And then you apply love to that area because a lot of times it's just a feeling that wants to be acknowledged, that wants to be expressed, that wants to be heard. All that, That's really, that's really a, a, a simple tool that you can use in the present moment. That's that's one that's one tool. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And that may come in really handy as we move into the springtime here because we're also looking at three eclipses uh, in this coming uh, spring season. The first one is a, a lunar eclipse in April, at, uh, on the 25th of April, and that will be across the Scorpio-Taurus axis. 
uh, in a chart. And, of course, Taurus rules, again, that second house of thriving and surviving and resources, self-worth. So it's almost, for example, feeling like it's going to be um, pushed on yet again for each of us as we get further into the spring. And, um, again, that's April 25th, and that's a, a partial lunar eclipse. So that means from our part of the world we're not really going to see the whole uh, moon eclipsed, but uh, the energy still heads out there in, into uh, the world. And a lunar eclipse often allows us to kind of turn off emotions for a moment, uh, just, just allows us to just sit with that feeling, whatever those feelings are, and be able to see the light of the sun a little clearer in terms of what is my will and what am I putting my will towards doing. And then as we move later into May, we'll have an annular solar eclipse again across that Taurus-Scorpio axis. So we're still emphasizing that idea of flow and abundance and, and thriving instead of surviving. And um, an annular solar eclipse now, that basically is turning off the light of the sun in favor of the more uh, emotional and intuitive uh, components of the moon. And so maybe then from that perspective, we can be listening in uh, to our higher selves or, uh, you know, source, whichever, you know, you, you call it, and be able to act in ways that are more in alignment with our higher selves. So that one is probably, uh, it's sandwiched in between two lunar eclipses. So it's almost like you've got, you know, the idea of what is it that you're willing your action to go towards. Now can I align my myself, my, my earth self with my higher self? And then at the end of May, we have another partial lunar eclipse. And this one will be across Gemini and Sagittarius. So that allows us, this is really kind of spectacular now that I'm thinking about it this way, that allows us the freedom to change the plan, to go with the flow, so that we can move through and change whatever it is that's needed in order to get us back on the right track. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds that sounds incredible. I mean, you know, this is such an exciting time to be on the planet, you know, as we are totally awakening to our full creative potential and really releasing all of the lies and all of the limitations and all of the things that we're not, all the feelings that are just falling away that are not the truth of who we are. This is such a, a such an amazing time that if we if we stay in the present moment and, you know, surrender to the present moment and uh, stay in that really self-accepting, wherever you are, totally accepting wherever you are, that that is the perfect place to be, you know? Right. And if we, if we continuously keep that, as that's, that's another tool, Janet, if we continuously, you know, bring ourselves back to the present moment, you know, how we're feeling, what is that about? Try to stay out of the past and try to stay out of the future, you know? Go ahead and, and, and intend or even know um, you know, where you want to be. You know, that's important. It's important to, to identify that, especially now with all that forward movement going on. But then after you have that, that clarity, if, if you know which where you, where you want to go, bring yourself back into the present moment and allow yourself the experience because that's really what it is about. It's really about experiencing ourselves as co-creators, as creators of, of creating the life um, that we desire to live, 
our soul's desire. Absolutely. And then, you know, that helps us set aside those things that we've used in the past as reasons why we couldn't do something. Because really, you're just saying, and the universe is basically saying right now, is that, you know, this is self-directed. What do you want to do now? How do you want to be in this new paradigm? Um, what do you want to create? Because, what do you want to create? What do you want to Where create? do you want to yeah. be? Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's really, really interesting energies that that are aligning um, at this particular time. Now, the um, um, listeners, Connie or Cornelia, probably would like to know how they can get a hold of you in case they are stuck somewhere and would like um, some help. Can you uh, let our listeners know how to reach you? Yes, I I just want to emphasize that, you know, I do a lot of work with women, and the work that I do is really to empower women to stand in in their power, in their own power. And um, the work that I do with men is I I give men permission and, and teach them how to feel because, you know, a lot of the men have been suppressed in our society and they they've had to man up if you will and suck up their emotions um and suck up their feelings and so that's one of the reasons why i feel like men are having such a hard time right now is because they're bombarded with all this change and if they are not comfortable with feeling who it is that they are or comfortable feeling their feelings it can be really chaotic you know and so the way that yeah. people can get a hold of me is they can go to corneliadengel.com, and there's an article there. It talks all about emotions, Emotions 101. And underneath that article, there's also a processing technique that, that is for everybody, and it's free. People can download it. And it's what I use in my everyday life. Still to this day, I use it to process. I don't I don't fill it out the way that the, that the, the form is, but... I still I, I process in my everyday because I know the questions. What is this about for me? What does this bring up for me? Because I know it's all about a releasing. We're either doing two things. We're we're either releasing right now or we're creating consciously. And because we're always creating. But we don't want to recreate um some of the, the, the madness of what's not working in your life. And so the best thing to do is to become conscious become conscious of what it is that you're creating. And the only way to do that is through self-investigation and really having that inner dialogue with yourself because you are your own authority. There is no one else that has any authority over you unless you give that person the power. And so the key is to bring the power back into yourself because you already have everything. You already have the light inside. You already have um, an amazing heart that wants to express but you you just have to get you just have to be in alignment with it and so great well said well said so corneliadengel.com and yeah. you can um download her uh tools uh or her fear processing technique and yeah. uh Take a look around and see what else she has there. Now, you know, one of the reasons why uh, Cornelia and I work together a lot like this is because, um, for one thing, she seems to tune in to the collective. And in discovering this one day, or in looking at this one day, I went on a path of discovery, like, why, why does this seem to be happening? And it's something that would be useful for everybody out there in our audience to know, because later in the spring, this will be up for everybody, 
and that is that at some point, I think it's late May, early June, uh, the planet Jupiter is going to be sitting straight across from the galactic center. And from the galactic center, a lot of energy pours into uh, our planet, and that energy helps us with our evolving consciousness, our ability to see ourselves as co-creators and so forth. Well, um, when I decided to start researching this, what I discovered uh, in Cornelia's chart was that she had her natal moon sitting in conjunction with the galactic center. And that's kind of meaning, it's, it's like she has this you know, little tuner on, and as soon as an issue is up for the collective, she sort of can just key right into it. And um, so for all of us, it's sitting somewhere in our charts. And wherever that, that is sitting, it's where your, your, spe- your specific point of brilliance is, perhaps, or what the role is that you have to play in um, it, taking our world to its next level and taking our, our shifting our paradigm. And um, when Jupiter uh, gets into this position as we get late into the spring, you know, Jupiter acts like a giant vacuum cleaner almost. It draws energy into our solar system just because of its gravitational pull. And so I fully expect that there will be a lot of energy coming in for us that is a sort of a higher order energy. And what I mean by that is that it is uh, energy that is going to take us outside of our boxes that we've been in. And it's going to sort of propel us into thinking on a different scale, maybe thinking more along the lines of oneness or thinking more along the lines of um, of how we can shift uh, our our own thought patterns in our own life so that we can be uh, all that we can be, to quote the army, I think it is. Anyway, so um, that would be why, you know, Cornelia is able to be so key in us kind of putting our finger on the pulse of what's going on on the planet because she's really kind of experiencing it, what would you say, maybe a, a few weeks before the rest of us, Cornelia? About, probably about three weeks, three weeks ahead of time. Um, yeah, that's usually when that's usually when when I will start to feel the energies, and it will start, and then I'll go into what is this, and and then go in and clear it. And we've been tracking it, you and I, and we're yeah. we're going to be doing we're going to be offering people some classes and um, various ways that we can do group clearing and group energies um, uh, for people down the line. So um, that you know because. Um, We'll go in and clear the energy that wants to be cleared for the group, and then everyone benefits from it. So that'll be that'll right. be awesome. Yeah, and it, and it seems to to work out really well. I, a few weeks ago, we were clearing the energy of uh, what was it? We were we were working on defensiveness, wasn't it? And yep, we were working uh, on defensiveness, competition, um, competition, you know, letting go of the energy of comp- competition because competition in the new does not exist, and it's an old. It's an old um, program, and so yeah. And yet, it is the energy. uh, Sorry, it is the energy that can be triggered with all of these planets in Aries. Is that because Mars represents competition? So I can see why a few weeks ago you would be clearing that, because that is probably coming up shortly here in uh, various people, uh, you know, on the planet itself. Yeah, I think that's going to probably be coming up like within the next week or so, even. You know, so Janet, where's <laughs> your Jupiter? Now. Where's your Jupiter yeah. at? 
my Jupiter is, uh, well, right now Jupiter's traveling through Gemini. And for me, that's on the 11th house of vision and dealing with groups. So interesting, don't you think, that I'm getting, we're contemplating working with groups of people to help them clear energy. And that seems to be my growth area for right now. So that everybody has a growth area right now, too. And that's, you know, epitomized with uh, Jupiter being in Gemini, what we're growing through. And um, so we have lots to do in this particular season. And... Lots more, I'm sure, that will come up as time goes on. Um, I decided the other day because I knew a lot of people out there were having issues or noticing that you know things were changing to offer a special discount on readings for the spring equinox. So if you, you can go on to my website at living-astrology.com, and on the services page there is an offer there for the spring equinox reading for $75.00. And that's literally half price. So if you would like to have a reading to find out what's going on for you this particular spring, um, please take me up on that offer because um, those prices won't last for much longer. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us today. And Cornelia, I just want to thank you so much for taking time off your vacation to uh, <laughs> to tune in with me and to allow me to play with uh, your energy on the show. I wouldn't have it any other way. It's been my pleasure. Thank you, Janet. Thank you, everybody. All right, everybody. Take care and have a stellar week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on Living Astrology. You can reach Janet for readings at www.living-astrology.com or by email at janet at living-astrology.com. Do you have questions about how astrology works or questions about your own chart? Send them to me at dearastro at living-astrology.com. One show each month will be dedicated to answering your questions. Goodbye for now and have a stellar week. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.